Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Braden. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy. Nailed it that time. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Oh, doing good, my friend. Doing good. We were joking off air here. Thank you, Hugh Freeze, for giving us yeah. today's show topic. We like any time, Shane, that we can hit on all 14 SEC teams. Heck, I even got all 16. I'm throwing Texas and Oklahoma into the mix all as right. well, Shane. So we'll get to that in just a second. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. And if you would have if you wouldn't have told me what the topic was already, you said, Oh my God, Hugh Freeze is in the news. I would have my mind would have went ten other ways. But you know what? This is a pretty cool show topic. It's something that's been brought up by several coaches. And man, it's picking up some buzz. So don't be surprised if this thing doesn't change. Right. So let's kick it over to Hugh Freeze to kind of break down exactly what we're talking about. And then we'll kick it over to Shane Beamer, who was asked for his response, said, hey, he's been trying to get this thing pushed through for over a decade here. Mm -hmm. An annual spring or preseason type game, college football is basically the only sport that doesn't have these preseason exhibition games. Let's kick it over to first to Hugh Freeze. His comments have gone viral here. And then again, followed by South Carolina's Shane Beamer. Well, I'm going to cry again for the solution to my – the solution is allow us to scrimmage somebody on a day, another team. And I think everybody would get out of it exactly what they want. And if everybody's doing that, then, um, you know, and let's adopt a charity um, to give all the proceeds to, um, you know, let's let's take foster care in the state of Alabama or, or orphan care in the state of Alabama and let's all, let's Alabama play uh, Troy and we play UAB or vice versa or whoever, I don't care, or Alabama State or or, or whoever. And, People will come see that. And you're decreasing your injury um, possibilities by 50%. And coaches are smart enough to control. We're not going to hit each other's quarterbacks. We practice that way. And if you want to put a blue jersey or a different jersey on somebody that's don't take to the ground, we can do that. And I just think it would be great for the sport. I think it would be awesome. NFL gets to scrimmage against others high schools get to scrimmage against each other's and i just for the life of me i don't understand why we haven't gotten to that point where we can pull that off and do something that would be helpful to 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 some organization in each state and if every college every state did this man, we could make an impact on some people that need it and um that would be my idea and until that happens, I think all of us are going to be very guarded. Number one, you don't want to get anybody hurt. And you uh, know that everybody's probably videotaping your signalers and, and everything else that's going on. So, Shane, I don't know if it was yesterday or the other day, Hugh Freeze was asked a question about 
spring and being able to maybe go up against other teams. And I know that's something that has been floated around over the last couple of years, just your overall thoughts. And, you know, would you like the opportunity to play at some type yeah. of team? It's beyond the last couple of years. David knows I was on this soapbox back in 2008 or nine. There's an old interview that y'all could probably dig up on the local TV stations where I stood right out there in the end zone of the old practice fields. And I said exactly what Hugh Freeze said yesterday. I said, it'd be great to play a spring game or a preseason game against another team. And you could give the money to charity or something. So all of our local TV stations here in Columbus, if you can dig that up, it was from preseason camp back in August of, it was a night practice, I remember that, but um, over there on the proving grounds. But yes, absolutely. Um, love the spring games the way we have it, but as you guys have heard me say before, we are the only sport that doesn't get in August before, before the season a, an exhibition or a scrimmage or a preseason game like the NFL teams do. We're the only one, so we practice in August for – however it is, 29 days or whatever the number of practices are, and then we go play for real. So if we can't do it in August, great. Let's do something in the springtime where we can compete against another team and and uh, you'll get great crowds for it and and um, and be able to give the money back, you know, to other people as well. So I've been, you know, saying it for 15 years now, but haven't made a lot of progress on that. All right, Shane, so the show topic, this is basically – this is all we're going to talk about. Yeah. Who – each team in the SEC should be matched up within. Let's just go with Hugh's idea that this is going to be played. Money's for charity. But I do have some conditions, Shane, that I thought would make this a little bit more realistic and more viable. So I, I want to throw these at you real quick and see maybe you hate these, maybe you love these. How's that sound? Yeah, no, I want to ask you on this list because – when when this came out and, and we when we first started discussing it, uh-huh. I thought about like what is realistic, you know? Because he he goes on to mention games like Troy and and UAB and, and all this, and I could see that. And then there's like part of me wants to be like, well, what do I want to see? So I wanted to ask before we get too far in this list, which way were you kind of leaning toward this? Like more of a realistic approach, who you think we're going to see, or Maybe a little bit more fantasy, uh, you know, a team you'd like to see as because obviously I want to pick somebody from Power Five conferences. That's that's my first reaction, yeah. and, and I think it's a good. I think it would be a good. Uh, I mean, because we're trying to figure out how good these kids kids are. You know what I'm saying? And and pairing them up against UTC is not the same as as pairing them up against you know Baylor or uh, you know. MTSU or, or, you know, or maybe not MTSU is not a good one, but you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it just seems like we'd get a better uh, idea of how far along our athletes are if we play competition that's kind of closer to what we're, we're doing here. So I'm not saying this ever happens, Mike, but if this does go to a, a spring scrimmage, do you see them doing more of a team that's maybe not as – as good or do you see them going with someone in, from a power five conference so i tried to stick this list shane to more realistic candidates ones that are nearby or maybe there's a history um i have very few power five teams on this list because i think that's okay. a little bit more realistic and i'll get to my conditions here shane and i think it'll help make even more sense but uh, and, and I will add, you, you know, we just played the clips from Hugh Freeze. He, he mentioned Troy. I don't know if you've seen this, but the Troy coach 
John Summerall, great former Kentucky assistant. Mm-hmm. He's killing it at Troy. I believe they won 11, if not 12 games last year. He says, sign us up. We'll play Auburn All right. this break. So, hey, we might get some – I'm not saying this will happen. It probably won't, but – both sides seem to be up for it, so hey, okay. there might there might be some traction to this shade. But so here's my condition for this, and and I think mm-hmm. it'll make a little bit more sense. I think you you there should be a rule to where you have to pull your starters at halftime, yeah. and there's twofold for that, Shane. First of all, because uh, teams like Georgia and Alabama beating someone by 200 points. <laughs> I mean, first of all, that's just cruel, and that's not teaching anybody. It's potentially dangerous. But I think the whole idea, Shane, is to get your second and third string plenty of reps. And by forcing you to sit your starters, I I think that'll do that. But I also think, Shane, and this is critical, this is kind of my key point. Imagine Texas A&M last season, preseason, top ten, all Mm -hmm. this hype. Let's say they had played – Oh, I don't know, Sam Houston State, who they ended up playing in the regular season. And let's say they were losing at halftime and they have to pull their starters. Hell, I think that would have been the best thing that ever happened to Jimbo and company because I think that would have been a reality check that would have forced some Mm -hmm. of the egos to sit here and say, well, hell, maybe we're not quite as good as we thought. And I really think that, um, you know, if it's – UAB facing Alabama. I mean, 99 out of 100, Alabama's going to win that game. Hell, probably right. 999 out of 1,000, Alabama's yeah. going to win that game. But maybe UAB can hang with Alabama for a first half. Now, that's probably mm-hmm. unrealistic even, but if they only got to go a half, I don't know. I, I just think that would make for some competitive football. And, and we don't want this to be half speed. I, th- I think the whole point yeah. – is for it to be a preseason-like thing to to get acclimated. We're not trying to kill people. I don't know. If, right. I don't even know if they'd make the quarterbacks live, but maybe make everybody else live. I don't know how they would do it, but I just think that pulling the starters at halftime would accomplish many things. Uh, what's your thoughts on that rule? Yeah, I, I, I like that. And 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 honestly, Mike, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a preseason NFL game. It could be situational. You know, you've seen a lot of these spring games are getting fancy with it and, yeah. you know, focusing on two-minute offenses and goal line and special teams and that sort of thing. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be, hey, let's line up 15, 20 minutes and, and, and go back and forth. Because, you know – you can't have a team like South Carolina going against, you know, a cupcake team and just mopping them. They're not learning anything. It's not helping them out. So I would think it would be a little bit more situational play. Um, and, and two, you can, you know, there's going to be players that just don't play. You know, if if you if you seen everything you need to see from a guy and maybe he got a little banged up during practice that week well he's not going to be out there you know so i i I think that's going to be the approach here and uh but i see what you're saying too you go against some of those those mistakes that were made earlier in the season like with the texas a&m maybe you would have identified it a little sooner some of the problems that you're going to have and and two back to the situational you could say okay what happens if my right guard goes down now? Okay, you can you can imitate. You can get a freshman in there and see what your offense looks like. And hell, maybe that freshman looks a little bit better than that junior you thought was going to be the starter. So right. I don't know. 
there, you could do a lot of things with this, but I think it's important to to do it against somebody other than your own team. Right. And one other thing, Shane, I want to throw this little wrinkle. We got to we always got to remember this now. The transfer portal opens back up after spring football. So just I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to pile on this guy, Shane. I, I don't want you to, to get offended here. But imagine if Tennessee is playing MTSU in this spring matchup and Joe right. Milton struggles mightily. I mean, I, I certainly don't think that would cost him that job, but maybe all of a sudden. Maybe he hits that portal because he said, well, my God, and Nico lights it up. You know, he'd be sitting here saying, man, yeah. Nico's going to take my job. Or the reverse, Shane, let's say, oh, I don't know, uh, let's say the Troy quarterback just absolutely kills Auburn's defense, their first-team defense. Mm-hmm. You may look over there and say, well, man, if you jump in the portal, we got a hope for you. You know what I mean? So I think this could also be a showcase for, for players that maybe want to take that step up and maybe players that need to take that step down to get on the field. So I think this would benefit players from uh, from all sides as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely keep my eye on, uh, on Lane Kiffin down there, you know, whoever they've got, <laughs> as he as he says, you know what, I'm going to take your two best studs yeah. after this scrimmage. So, <laughs> uh, no, it's good, but it also, the, the main thing, Mike, it, it, it draws attention. And, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that they talk about is, is getting butts in the seats at these spring games and spring practices. You'll do that if you've got an event where you're going against another team because it is a competition. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it, it's better for fans, in my opinion. So I think this is a great idea. All right, so let's get to it, Shane. I've, I've got an opponent for every SEC team. You let uh-huh. me think. Let me know if you got someone better. What you think of each selection? But let's just start with Alabama, and uh, I think this is an easy one, Shane. Again, I'm going more realistic, something that I can actually see coming, and, and some history here. Alabama versus UAB, yeah. right there in Birmingham. And uh, for those that don't know the backstory, you know UAB a couple of years ago they had to fold their football program, and a lot of mm-hmm. that was because of some. Big time boosters down there in Alabama. Uh, I don't know the complete backstory, but I believe it was Bear Bryant's grandson or his son, something like that, was instrumental, from what I understand, yeah. in having that program uh, devolved. <laughs> of course, they have made a resurgence under under Bill Clark, who who's no longer the head coach, but now they've got um, old Trent Dilfer, Shane, as the head coach. So an interesting program, a local program, and I guarantee you, that is going to get butts in the seats for spring UAB Alabama. What's your thoughts on that selection? Absolutely. Could you imagine them doing this in Birmingham? You know, like the old days. So yeah. I, 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 I kind of like it, man. I, I think that's a good pick for Alabama. You can't go wrong with that. And it's a UAB team that, you know, has got a lot of fight in them. You know, so I think we should we could learn something definitely uh, in that Birmingham game. So, no, I love this pick, Mike. I think that's perfect, and it's great for the fans because you don't have to travel too far either right. side. I love when Shane agrees with me. All right, how about this one, Shane? <laughs> Arkansas, again, uh-huh. another easy selection in my opinion. Arkansas State, they've never played in football. There's, you know, they Arkansas wants no part of them. They are scheduled here in, um, in, in the near future. They are going to meet for the first time ever. But who's the coach over there? 
uh, I mean, it's it's always a guy that's end up at uh, in the SEC, whether it's uh, Gus yeah. Malzahn, Hugh Freeze. I know that's Brian that's what Harson. I say. It's usually a stepping stone. So <laughs> yeah, whoever, I don't know who it is. Shay. Oh wait. Oh, I think I, I can't believe I yeah. said that. Shay. I know. It, brick I know. by brick, was, Butch Jones down there. I was baiting you the whole time, Mike. I knew exactly what dumbass was sitting over here. <laughs> but so I. I, I no, I was just going to say it'd be nice for him to get a little SEC play again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, you know, I always hear it from Arkansas fans. The main thing, Shane, they, there's nothing to gain from playing in Arkansas State. But that's the beauty of a situation like this. You're pulling your starters. So yeah, I'm certainly not suggesting that Arkansas State would ever beat you. But, hell, if they did, you'd say, well, who, who in the hell cares? We had our third string in there, and you, you pulled a Hail Mary or, or whatever the scenario. This is not something and, – and, hell, even if they did beat you, then that's just more motivation to cor- correct the issues. And, and that's why I think these games will be so so fun. Right. And there would be rivalries already built into some of these. I think Arkansas versus Arkansas State, uh, you keep it in, in state. Uh, I don't know. I think that will be a fun matchup. Yeah, and, and you think about a team like Arkansas State, you know, half that roster probably wanted to go to Arkansas and didn't get the yeah. opportunity. So I, I think it gives them a shot to just show them maybe what the Razorbacks missed out on, and, and maybe you get a better game because of the proximity of these two teams. You know, Arkansas doesn't play a lot of teams from Arkansas, you know, so right. uh, that would this would be a rarity in its in itself, but I just like it because, again, you're, you're keeping it in state. You're, you're, it's good for the fans, and uh, I think you got a, a pretty decent team to go against. You got a coach that is coached in the SEC. He knows what it's needed, and you know maybe that's what Sam Pittman and company need to kind of get punched in the mouth. You know, get get a little dirty out there. Let's let's see what this second, third team opportunities are going to bring. You know, so yeah. I think you know we're looking for competitive depth in the spring, and you can do that when you're going against a team like. Like Arkansas State. So I think Auburn, no brainer here, Shane, because both these coaches have mentioned each other. So let's go with Troy for this, yeah. this example. And, and heck, maybe, you know, we rotate these on an annual basis. Doesn't have to be annually Auburn versus Troy because there's not a long standing history. But again, Troy was very good last year. Auburn rebuilding under Hugh Freeze. I think it's a perfect scenario for, for Hugh Freeze. You know, if this was normal Troy, six, seven win team. Yeah. Maybe Auburn comes in here and doesn't take him seriously, but first year under Hugh Freeze, a lot to prove, and maybe it'd be good if some of your players uh, don't quite live up to to what you're hoping they will be. Because guess what? There's that portal there to grab guys out of. You yeah. see who's embracing your system. You see who's fitting in, who's not. Uh, you know, you're still he inherited much of that roster, so it's it's a work in progress on the planes. I think. A really good opponent like Troy, man, sign me up for that. That would actually be a game. You know what I'm saying? I, exactly. I think that's the that's the cool part about that one. And and you you hit on the on the portal side, you know, because there's a lot of coaches say, hey. I think we're going to be good here. You know, we're going to work in this department. You know, this, this is a working progress. And then you get through a spring game like Troy and, and you say, oh, God, this, this is a gaping hole. We have got to address this now. And mm-hmm. instead of try, trying to patch it together and, and act like it's not there and then first game of the fall you get exposed. So I, I think this would be a good matchup, uh, be a fun little matchup. This would probably be one of the most entertaining games uh, every year if they could make that happen. Right. 
All right, how about Florida, Shane? There's a lot of schools in the state of Florida to pick yeah. from, so you could go many different directions. But I went with a little recent history. I, you know, I don't even know the series history. I don't think there is much of one, Shane. So I, it's not quite right to call this a rivalry, but give me you see. If for the Florida Gators, uh, <laughs> I remember when they went undefeated, they were trying to get Florida to schedule some games. And, and Danny White, who's now at Tennessee, of course, he said, well, hey, we ain't playing Florida without a home and home because we, we are a power program. Yeah, I think they are making that jump now. So, But, no, I'd love to see Florida and, and Central Florida. And after that back and forth, Florida scheduled South Florida just despite UCF. So a little bit of a bad blood situation there. And uh, I think it'd Do be you good. think that 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 would be a game, Mike? I mean, that would be a fun. I mean, you know, yeah. Gus would like to come up there and show him what <laughs> what he's got. So I, I think that would be an absolute awesome matchup. But do you think that's realistic? Do you think that's the team? I mean, they got some other programs down there, uh, like what is it, Florida A and M and and FAU. I'm sure they got some folks over in Jacksonville. Was it Jacksonville State or something stupid like that? You know. So right. I, you you think there would be some local schools that they could pull from? But do you think a UCF would be a realistic shot? Well, I just know UCF would sign on the dotted line tomorrow. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So that's good. Yeah, it, Billy Napier, man, they they need to. They need it. They would need that game. That right. would help them out tremendously having a spring game against UCF because, mm-hmm. honestly, they could lose. They could lose to that that team, you know, and, and I think that would be the wake-up call they need to address some of the problems that they have. Or, better yet, they come out here and they show the SEC that, damn, we're further along than you think. Yeah, exactly. we lost Anthony Richardson, but, damn, look at this running game or look at, the, you know, whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I would embrace that, and I'm sure the Florida fans would love to have it too. Yeah. All right, now this may be the toughest one for me. I couldn't figure one out for Georgia, Shane. I almost want to say Georgia Tech because they're basically not even a Power 5 team at this point yeah. in time. But, What's Sewanee doing these days? Are they doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> they're down there. <laughs> they want I, back in the SEC. <laughs> I went with Georgia State. I don't believe Georgia and Georgia State oh, yeah. have ever played. Georgia yeah. State. I believe they're based out of Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't care where they're going to play this thing. It's going to be a home game for them Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know. Just what, do it in the Mercedes. Up? They play all them other games <laughs> up there. Shit. You know? <laughs> Just open the dome and let them have some fun up there. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, anybody you match up with Georgia, short of maybe Alabama or LSU, they're going to have a major, major talent advantage. So, they, they may have to pull their starters after the first series. You know what? Yeah, Georgia, Georgia. I mean, they got some good Georgia teams down there. Yeah. I, I think I think you're right. Georgia State would be good, and and that's a team that you know. I always joke. I don't know why we keep scheduling them up here in the SEC, but <laughs> you know they do play SEC teams tough, and yeah. and I think that would be good. That would be a good matchup. Yeah. All right. How about this one, Shane Kentucky? Another tough one because um, you know the only team in that state other than them that I can think about. Louisville, that's that's already a team you play, and and I do I, I should have said that too, Shane, because I you heard some Western. South. I, yeah, that's true. Maybe Western that, that would be a good one. I heard some fans. I was going to say Shane, particularly South Carolina. I've heard them say, "Well, let's do Clemson in a situation like that." <laughs> I don't I don't think a rivalry is no would ever happen. There's you know that that's part of what makes those games so special. It's one right. day, 
You don't want to reveal anything to that opponent. Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. that It just wouldn't work. So I'm staying away from rivalries here. But how about just because Kentucky seems to raid the state of Ohio? They love picking up those Ohio boys. I went with Bowling Green for Kentucky. Okay. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I like Bowling Green. I thought Cincinnati. I thought that's where you're going to go at first, you know. I, I think benefits – for that program, I think you could really take advantage of, you know, dipping into the state of Ohio, right. maybe having a couple extra Ohio recruits in for that scrimmage. Um, yep. I think that would be a perfect mix. Uh, I I went Western Kentucky. I just thought that was where you were going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely could see in Ohio. Uh, Bowling Green would be great. Uh, I'm kind of partial. For some reason, I keep drawing to Cincinnati, and, man, wouldn't that be fun to watch them two go at it? That would be a damn – that would be a bloodbath up there, you know. And it, But if you could, you know, a whole year, it's just like – it can become a rivalry, a spring game rivalry. You know, you talk about it all year long. And, and you know, because we always have question marks on teams like Cincinnati. And mm-hmm. seeing them in the spring, we can kind of judge them a little better later in the season saying, well, you know, Kentucky ran through them. So maybe that schedule is just a little too easy. So – uh, I like that. All right, how about LSU, Shane? Former SEC Too opponent. late. Too the late, big green baby. wave, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, distance would not be a factor. I mean, I just think uh-uh. that would be a fun matchup. And, hell, we know Tulane's pretty good. They're playing Ole Miss this year. We'll see how good they really are. But uh, I think LSU versus Tulane in a spring scrimmage, that would be a hell of a good time. Yeah, didn't my coach or an athletic – I can't remember. There was something a while back. I think he asked for this game or something. Um, I can't remember exactly how it went. But, you know, I see him chirping sometimes, especially when LSU was down, talking about Tulane should come back in the SEC and run this state. So, I I like this one, Mike. I think it would be a good – good pickup and the fans love it the fans love it there's you know it's funny is sometimes you'll see some of these guys that that are following us and they'll have you know lsu and tulane you know so they're yep. just it, they they love the team and that's one thing about louisiana as a state man it's just they love they love people they love college football and and uh i think that would be a great matchup now how about old miss shane this was another one that was a little bit tough for me to pick but and maybe I'm just a little biased because we've seen him with Dion and all that, but he did raid the roster, so I don't know what they got working with anymore. But uh-huh. I would have loved to see an Ole Miss and Jackson State go at it here in a, in a spring-type scrimmage. Jackson State, you know, or last chance you. It could be like uh, <laughs> bringing boys over off the bus. Uh, you remember, what was that movie, uh, Texas Armadillas? You remember that one? <laughs> yeah. And they called over the prisoners, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think uh, I think you hit a good one here, and, and you know the only reason I would say because Mississippi's got a lot of those those smaller schools, those uh, you know the the ones that they those community colleges they try to pull out of recruits anyway. Right. You know, we were joking about Lane Kiffin maybe trying to steal a few. You can get some from Jackson. You can be convinced a few of those players should be playing in the SEC. So right. uh, yeah, I think that would be a fun matchup. It'd been better if Sanders was down there, but we'll we'll take whatever we who's. Who's coaching there now? I think it they was got like a big, his, they got a they got a name coach. I think it was just the former offensive coordinator. They just promoted him or something. All right, how about this one, Shane, for Mississippi State? I'd love a matchup against Southern Miss. I think that is a perfect opponent. A lot of history there between those schools, Southern Miss. You know, they're they're a program that uh, is often 
one of the better G5 teams and Mississippi State's always got a chip on their shoulder. So this is almost like a, a game of chips on their shoulder where, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I could see the physicality, the toughness of this type of matchup. I think that would get the state of Mississippi pretty fired up. You were right. T.C. Taylor, that was the coordinator. That's the one it got. So, sorry. I, was, I wasn't going to be able to stop till I figured that one out. So, uh, who, who do you got playing Mississippi State again? Southern Miss. A, a team Southern, that's, you know, oh, that, yeah. Always pretty tough and, and always got a chip on their shoulder, kind of like Mississippi State. So, I see some parallels in those two programs. Absolutely. Brett Favre can do the coin toss over there for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is he like I think he's still in trouble or something? So maybe he's not allowed to this game. But but no, I I think that would be that'd be a good matchup. That'd be just again. It's funny you mention this because if I saw those played this this year, I'd say you know that's a that's a trap that's a trap game. You know, it's like yep. that's kind of what you want to feel. But again, we're talking about competition, and I think that's would be so big for Mississippi State. With the turnover that they had, you know, granted they got a quarterback coming back and, and a lot of – I mean, there are pieces on the defense and, and, and you know, a lot of returning talent. But but still, it's going to be a whole new transition. It's a new program. And um, I think a little extra practice against somebody would really benefit a team like the Bulldogs. Right. Now, how about for Missouri, Shane? This is the one where I went a little different than what I have been doing, but – Man, one of the best rivalries in all of college sports has been taken away from us. If we ain't going to have Missouri-Kansas in the regular season, why not in a charity-type spring? I mean, this would set records for spring attendance, I would have to imagine, for both schools. They've played a similar-type deal in basketball. Uh, So I I don't think it's too unrealistic to see these two play in a spring-type matchup, Missouri-Kansas. Brother, I think that's a good one. Um, man, that would that would be a fun one. I just think that would be easy to sell tickets for, like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't be having that game in a in a dome, you know, where nobody can watch. They're going to have that <laughs> one out there on the field, and they're going to be selling a lot of tickets to it. So, and, and just think about them old timers that grew up watching this thing. You know, have another opportunity to watch Mizzou, you know, kick their ass. So, I think that would be an, a great opportunity and good for fandom. So. That would be more for the fans, I would think, than it would be the actual players. But then again, you're playing a team that can that could beat you. And and I think you can find out exactly how far along Eli's uh, program is if you could play a game like that. Right. And, and I don't mean this uh, any disrespectfully, Shane, because I think it's smart, particularly as the SEC inches closer to a nine-game SEC schedule. Uh-huh. You want, if you're Missouri, you want the non-conference games to be winnable. So yeah. I don't know if they're ever going to have – they should. They should play Kansas every year in my opinion. But I don't know if that's coming, particularly with the SEC yeah. expanding. So playing a tougher opponent in the spring where the records aren't going to matter, I think it makes all the sense in the world for a program like Missouri because they need to know where they need to improve before SEC play arrives. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, how about South Carolina, Shane? You know, there's a couple smaller schools in that state I could have went with, but I I went up north, Shane, to North Carolina. My old arch enemy, 
Happy State there. They <laughs> beat you the last. They beat you. Yeah, last time no, you they so did. Absolutely. There's, there's a little heat there, and by God, I, I still about once a month I still hear from one of those. Who was coaching that team? Old Eli Drinkwitz, <laughs> yeah, baby. Right. So man, he's been a thorn in South Carolina, and that's why they hate long. him so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, give me App. App. App would be a good one, and uh, you know. Uh, Tennessee did this a while back too. Um, they went um, out of out of the area. I can't remember exactly where it was. Maybe it was ETSU or or somewhere. You know, I, it was one of Butch Jones deals, and they they did a camp thing like a retreat, mm-hmm. and it was. I think it helped um, a young team. Not not that South Carolina needs it, but it would be a bad idea to on these spring games to kind of go maybe a back and back, you know, don't necessarily have to be at, at Columbia, you know, it could be kind of a camp situation. You do a whole week up there on their, in their facility. So I don't know. I thought that would be, that's the first thing that popped up when you said app state. And, uh, you know, I, I think that would be a, a cool matchup right there for sure. Yep. All right. Whoa. He he likes it too. Mm. I'm curious to know, who you like for Tennessee, Shane? I'll, I'll throw out my idea, and it's multifaceted here. So, yeah. how about Memphis? Which oh, I think right off my list. Yeah, you want to play that Neyland Stadium? I think even Josh Heupel will be fine playing it in Memphis every so often, and mm-hmm. even potentially playing in Nashville, like almost like a rotating series where every three years they rotate it around. Because I think it would help Tennessee recruiting to play in Memphis. Uh, what's your thoughts on that selection? Well, that's the one I had. Of course, my list is a little bit more unrealistic, you know, and the only reason I chose Memphis is because, you know, we're a big state. A lot of people don't think of Tennessee, but, it, I mean, it takes a it takes a minute to get from one side to the other, and sometimes yeah. Memphis feels like its own entity. <laughs> but we love recruiting down there, you know, so I, I think – I think it would be good for both programs to get them a little bit more exposure. And, uh, you know, we hate each other in basketball. Why can't we hate each other in football? So (laughs) I I think it would be fun, and it would be a fun game to go watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, speaking of recruiting, that was a a primary reason I picked Texas A&M's opponent, Shane, not far away from Houston, which is an emerging Mm -hmm. program. They come down there and and raid that uh, that material. Metropolis often for elite talent. It's I believe it's the fourth biggest uh, city in America. So I don't know Texas A&M, Houston. That seems like a natural fit to me. Which what would be your thoughts on that matchup? Yeah, again, your location. I, I always always pivotal there. Um, you could have picked any of the Texas schools. You know, <laughs> in, in my opinion, I'd love to. I mean, if I'm being realistic here, you know that yes, that makes sense, but so does Texas Tech, you know, so does, so does Baylor, you know? So I would like to see if it were me, I'd like to see one of those guys. And I think they would too, you know, because here they're going to be left over there in the big 12 by themselves. Everybody's over here in the sec having a good time. And, you know, we're talking about expansion. Why not try to hit your wagon up? You know, (laughs) like, Hey, if any chance I've got an opportunity to play an sec program, I'm going to do it and and we're going to do it well. So, if I'm a, I don't know, if I'm an athletic director at one of these other programs in Texas, mm-hmm. I, I would, 
I would want to play Texas A&M or I'd want to play Texas in a spring game just to show them that, hey, we're not that far along or we're not that far behind you. Right. All right, how about Vanderbilt, Shane? Again, a little bit tougher to, to pick one for Vanderbilt. But, again, I stayed pretty locally, only 40 minutes away. MTSU down there in yeah. Murfreesboro. I think that would be uh, the ideal matchup for Vanderbilt. Do you agree? Yeah, you talk. Yeah, you caught you. The budget's low with these guys. All right, <laughs> they're not going to go too far. That charity ain't getting a lot of money. If you, <laughs> sorry, Hugh, but uh, I think MT, MTSU would be a good pick here. But an interesting one too, because there are a lot of recruits that didn't get to go to Vanderbilt that are down there in at MTSU. So uh, that one's. That, I think that one's a fun one. And again, you're talking. The rosters are loaded with Tennessee players, people, you know, kids raised in this state. So um, I think there's a lot on the line when those two would get together. All right, bonus addition here, Shane. Texas, I had no idea this was – I don't want to call it a rivalry, but these two have played over 50 times. So there's a long history here. Texas versus SMU. Thoughts on that one? Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always think, what's the first thing you think of when you think of SMU? Um, uh, the big scandal, the death penalty. Yeah, the death penalty, you know. Every time I think of SMU, I think about how good could they have been if they didn't screw up, you know. They would be they would be loaded today, you know. They could have got away. and But anyway, uh, no, I think – that one would be a fun one. I had no idea that was a rivalry, but that is a program too that has has had its ups and downs and has gotten better over the years. So I think that one would not be some. I'm not saying it's a cupcake team, but it's a, it, it would be a good place for Texas to kind of again s- similar narrative. I feel like I'm saying it every time we talk about it. You're just kind of finding that depth. You know, you're you're trying to you find out how good your team is in certain aspects and, and especially under pressure. And uh, I think that would be a good matchup there. All right, last but not least, Shane Oklahoma could possibly say Oklahoma State, but again, I'm staying away from the rivalries here. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, which yeah. You know, I think that'll be a, a nice little spring matchup. Yeah, old Tulsa. You know, I don't know anything about them, so I'd like to see. Them I just know they're in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, you just looked at a map. You ain't even. <laughs> that was your research. What college is near here? So okay, I support it. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, you know those those were, again realistic list, but. Can we do a fantasy list real quick? Just we don't have to talk about them or anything like that. But is there is there some other ones that you could see? You know, like can we just go down? I mean, we'll if, just we're, do your if we're doing here. fantasy, you know, maybe like Ohio State versus Alabama and well, Georgia, I mean, like, Michigan stuff like that. But like makes sense. So like, if I'm thinking, yeah, Alabama, I guess you could go Ohio State, Mississippi State. Okay, maybe we shouldn't do this list. Yeah, we just went 40 minutes. Now you're like, hey, let's go another I know. four. <laughs> I know. But I just like talking about it, Mike. You know, I'm just looking this? at some. Let's leave it up to the fans. Okay. Give us right. your recommendations, your ideal Please. spring matchups. We can talk about those. Maybe maybe we get some uh, ton of support. And, hey, we got a bunch of followers already on the Facebook page. So, hey, right. these fans uh, represent when we ask them. Don't forget, we got a Facebook page now. If you're into Facebook – we just never had one because we don't do Facebook. But we don't judge. We're putting content on Facebook now, Instagram, YouTube. 
Spotify, all that jazz. So uh, we do TikTok. appreciate. Don't forget my TikTok. Dixie, Tick, I don't do TikTok, but Shane does TikTok. <laughs> so we're all TikTok now. Everything that SEC podcast, we would appreciate a follow, a like, a subscription. Mm-hmm. I hate how they all call it something different, but. They know what we mean, don't they? Absolutely. China can't handle all this SEC coverage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I should say, Shay, one of the one of the few people we have on Facebook, I, w- I wanted to give him a shout-out. Uh, he's from Japan. so Oh, wow. Man, this I had no idea they, they listen to SEC in Japan, but uh, that robot sure does love our content. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. Tell him I said, hey, uh, fan of their food. So, uh, Mike, no, this was great. Again, um, it is something I, I we kind of joked through this thing and, and, and cut up a little bit, but it does feel like it is it is picking up a little bit of steam here. Yeah. And obviously, it's not going to happen this year, but but who knows? Close closed doors when these coaches get together, that that topic may come up again, and and. Like he says, we're, we're we're the only sport that's not done. You do it in high school. You do mm-hmm. it in the NFL. Why is the college level we're not doing it? So I think this is right. a great move, and uh, hopefully we see it sooner than later. All right. Well, buddy, I appreciate you hopping on. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. can't believe you didn't want to do another list. You know, we're just getting we're just getting listed up, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at all these teams. I'm like, well, Clemson, South Carolina would be nice, you know. <laughs>